Witam from BA. This is a Rorschach Poland update from the 13th of June 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. Let's see what is new in foreign affairs. The EU challenged Poland over a recently accepted controversial law. On Wednesday the 7th, the European Union announced that it had opened a case against the controversial law on Russian influence that passed in the Polish Parliament recently. The law indicates that a commission in the Parliament will monitor and punish Russian influence on politicians without a court decision. The EU took its first legal action against the law by stating that it may prevent the opposition from competing in the next elections. The opposition will also challenge the Polish government. On Friday the 9th, reporters stated that the main opposition party is preparing to respond to the controversial law. Previously, the opposition said that the new law aimed to punish Donald Tusk, the leader of the main opposition party. Amid these concerns, reporters stated that the main opposition party is preparing to establish a counter-committee in the Polish Senate, in which the opposition has the majority. It is not yet clear how the opposition-led committee will work. The relations between the EU and Poland may get even worse with the new migration agreement. On Thursday the 8th, the European Union reached an agreement to allocate refugees in Europe to its member countries, including Poland. With the agreement, the EU will share the burden of refugees, especially those from Italy and Greece, with member countries. Poland and Hungary voted against the agreement, yet it did not affect the outcome. On Sunday the 11th, the Polish government reacted negatively to the decision. Mateusz Morawiecki, the prime minister, challenged the agreement harshly and said that the government would not allow any migrants to go to Poland under the dictates of the European Union. He said that Poland already took on a lot of responsibility by accepting Ukrainian refugees. Yet reporters stated that if Poland refuses to accept refugees, the EU will charge the country almost $22,000 for each not accepted refugee. Speaking of refugees, on Friday the 9th, a group of migrants attacked Polish patrol guards on the Belarusian border. Anna Michalska, spokesperson for the border guard, said that 22 people were trying to cross the Polish border from Belarus when they attacked border guards with stones and bricks. The previous day, 85 people tried to cross the Polish border. Authorities say that Belarus is encouraging and helping migrants penetrate the European Union. Let's not forget about Russia's attack. On Wednesday the 7th, Poland officially condemned Russia's destruction of a dam in Ukraine. Krzysztof Szczeski, Poland's envoy to the United Nations, defined the attack as, quote, another outrageous act of Russian barbarity, unquote. He said that the incident will have consequences across the European Union as well as reduction of food export to Europe. He also said Poland will take all necessary steps to hold Russia accountable for its war crimes. In UN-Poland relations, on Friday the 9th, 
Poland became a member of the United Nations Economic and Social Council, or ECOSOC. The ECOSOC is a place where countries discuss social and economic issues concerning the international community. 177 countries in the United Nations voted for Poland's membership. Krzysztof Szczerski, Poland's ambassador to the UN, thanked all countries for their support on Twitter. He said the overwhelming support for the Polish candidacy shows the country's credibility in the eyes of the international community. On Monday the 12th, the Polish, German and French presidents met in France. Andrzej Duda, the Polish president, held private talks with his counterparts. All the leaders emphasized that they would continue to support Ukraine at all costs amid the invasion of the country. Duda specifically underlined the importance of Ukraine joining NATO, while others preferred not to say anything about it. Let's talk about the domestic sphere. On Wednesday the 7th, the ruling government challenged a court decision to halt the operations of a lignite mine in Bogatinia City. On Tuesday the 6th, the Regional Administrative Court in Warsaw suspended the environmental license of a mine called Turo following a complaint from an environmental organization. On Wednesday, Mateusz Morawiecki, the Prime Minister, reacted harshly as the ruling government argues that Turov mine is vital to Polish energy security. The Prime Minister expressed that the government would do everything to reverse the regional court's decision. Speaking of the ruling party, on Friday the 9th, reporters stated that the ruling party, Law and Justice, and its coalition partner, Sovereign Poland, had repaired their worsening relations. Previously, there were several tensions between the two parties. The breakup between the two parties was called into question. Yet, reporters stated that the two parties, including the Cookies 15 party, will compete in the election with a joint list. Party officials will work on details before they announce their final agreement for the fall elections. On that note about the election, on Monday the 12th, a group of political scientists are saying that the opposition should form a coalition to get the most votes and secure the majority in parliament, since the current system favors the party that gets the most votes, while other minor parties that have less votes get relatively fewer seats. They advise that the opposition should compete in the elections with a joint list. The government announced the changes in the budget. On Saturday the 10th, the executive announced its amendments to the government budget for 2023. The government budget consists of $170 billion this year. The executive stated that it would channel more funds to agriculture as the country suffered from the influx of cheap Ukrainian grain. Also, it will channel money for the defense industry and arm purchases as Poland is increasing drastically its defense spending. In economic news, on Saturday the 10th, a group of reporters made a comparison between the prices of two neighboring countries, Poland and Germany. They evaluated the prices of the same market chain operating in both countries. The results showed that there is almost no difference in prices 
while in both countries, incomes are totally different. In Poland, the hourly minimum wage is $6, while in Germany, it is $13. Yet reporters emphasize that the Polish economy has grown notably in the last decade. Furthermore, the Polish government announced a rise in the minimum wage. On Tuesday the 13th, the Polish government proposed a minimum wage increase starting next year. Reporters stated that the government plans to increase the hourly minimum wage from $6 to $7 in January 2024. The executive also considers another increase in the middle of 2024. In unrelated news, on Tuesday the 13th, The government announced detailed abortion guidelines after a pregnant woman lost her life in a hospital. Last month, a pregnant woman passed away because doctors did not perform an abortion on her, even though she risked a life-threatening birth. The public condemned the incident and questioned if it happened because of the country's restrictive abortion law. Adam Niedzielski, the health minister, said that it was a medical error that it had nothing to do with the law and he provided more detailed guidelines about abortion to hospitals after the incident. According to the law, a pregnant woman can have an abortion if her life is at risk. And that's it for this week. Another quick question. How are we doing on bias? At Grinding, we try to be independent and stick to the facts and context with favor and fear of none. How are we doing? So do we seem even a teensy bit biased? Tell us at poland at Do zobaczenia!